Hi everybody, um, it's Anna here and um, I'm at my home in, in, in Yorkshire at the moment which makes a change for me because I do spend a lot of time in Spain. I've got my friend with me tonight, Sue. Um, she's just in the other room at the moment, she's just bobbed out so I'm going to talk about her quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been wanting to meet up, but Sue's been really, really busy um, in the south of England working on a project. And uh, she's come up to spend a few days in Yorkshire with me. And we plan to do some, um, some work this weekend and uh, do a couple of podcasts. But you know what? We've ended up having a really girly weekend. It's been fabulous. The sun's been shining and, um, well... I just took her to do some sightseeing. So, um, yeah, and, and yeah, we've been on the G&T again. But anyway, oh, just a minute, she's here. Just hang on. Hi, Sue. Are you okay? Hello, Anna. So we're going to talk about one or two of my short stories. And which one did you choose first? I chose to read My Friend D. Oh, not to read it, but to discuss it. Yes, okay. Um, well, obviously, people who are listening in may not have um, heard that story or read it. It's actually on YouTube. I have recorded it. So, um, do you want to give a little overview of what the story's about? Yes. Yeah. Uh, My Friend Dee by Anna McCann is um, a story that's written from the point of view of a young child, a girl of about seven. And she's trying to grapple with some difficult issues as sort of a choice between doing what her mother tells her is correct and um, trying to um, find her way through uh, being a good girl, if you like, and come. And then towards the end she has to come to terms with the difficult issue of grief and death, actually. Um, so it, it, and it's quite a light-hearted read, but it has a very serious um, issue particularly towards the end. Um, Anna is um, being told to play with a little girl that isn't a very nice little girl and she bullies her and uh, bosses her around and Anna runs her home and has a row with the little girl um, and on the way home she is taking all the shortcuts that her mother has told her she shouldn't take because they're not safe. Um, Mum didn't want her to put herself in danger in any way, um, but she gets home and um, is taken back to the little girls to, to play again, and the little girl is a little bit nicer this time. Um, but a few weeks later, Anna discovers that the child, the little girl, her friend Dee, has in fact died, and no one had actually told her, no one had told Anna, that this child was terminally ill and that caused her to have quite a lot of regret and guilt actually for not being nicer to the to the child to Dee um, and I think that is uh, you know that brings up all sorts of questions about how much we talk to children about death or about terminal illnesses um, and that's quite a big issue for lots of parents these days, too, as well as um, young people coming to terms with it. So. Yes, okay, well, thank you for that overview. Um, I recently, um, I mean, I have granddaughters of different ages, 
and of course um, not apart from the fact that they come to my home to visit some of their friends come <laughs> and um, the girls one of the one of my granddaughters is about 13 and I said listen to this story and give me um, a critique and be honest with me I always say to her do you like it or is it rubbish <laughs> uh, and uh, she was very moved by the story she actually said it's really really good nanny and and her friends listened to it and, and felt again it was very emotional and they were in awe when I actually said to them afterwards it's a true story mm -hmm. and don't you find as writers and it's the same with musicians isn't it very often what they get down on paper is is part of their own experiences yes yeah i mm. think that's very it's very cathartic isn't it it's a very mm. good way of getting your emotions out and perhaps emotions that if that is a true story mm. and i'm sure other people can relate to that from their childhood mm. that would they could have would have carried through with them as perhaps a, a little guilty voice in in the corner of their yes. brain saying you should have done better you should have yes. been kinder yes yeah we always question um, have we done enough did we did yes as you say could we have done better um when we lose people mm. um, and we're not going to talk about grief today we're not going to get into a big discussion about that but i, th I think just thinking about this particular story I actually wrote it in 2015 and I entered it for an international writing competition. Um, I, just the mere fact it was international, there were entries from Canada, the United States, um, many different places. And um, I, I was accredited, um, I didn't win, but I was in the top 10. Um, so I was very proud of that, that was really good. Um, Yes, so the story is a true story and it, it happened to me and it's something that when I say I'd forgotten, I, I don't think it's that we forget things, I think we shelve them, we, we, they're, in, they're in our um, in our memory, aren't they? Yes, but, I always say yeah. I put things on back burners. Yes. Um, things that yeah. I'm never going to forget just go on a back burner in my brain yes. and they're simmering away quietly. And yes. uh, every now and again, they they erupt and yes. boil over and uh, you begin to think about them. That's right. And something in your adult life triggers that memory, yeah. doesn't it? And then you might go, oh, that happened to me. Or... Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Mm. Um, and, and I don't know what triggered this particular event, but um, something in my, um, well, I don't like to say my 50s, but we have to be honest. <laughs> right? Uh, something in my 50s was said, and it, it triggered a memory about this little girl who died. Um, and all this came out, all my feelings, all my emotions, and I put it all on paper. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay, so first of all, if anybody would like to listen to this story, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to put a link on so they can listen to it. Yeah, um, it's go... really well worth a listen because it's, it is very well written. And although we it, it tackles a heavy subject, it's written in a very light-hearted and yes. um, it's a stream of consciousness of a, of a child mm. and the child's thinking. Yes. So, yeah. That's what I liked about it. Yeah. 
Um, but but also it, it it does bring up very real issues that we face today: bullying. Mm -hmm. um, so yes. as a child, I felt bullied by this little girl. She was I remember she was very very bossy. I won't give um, the storyline away, but she was very very bossy. I hated playing with her um, because of that. Um, I didn't have happy times with her. Um, and, and and we we see this today, don't we? So often, mm. in fact, there's um, anti-bullying days and all sorts now, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schools trying to deal with these issues more and more. Yeah. And and also the bullying online, it can be very nasty and yeah. cruel and yeah, um, very yes. debilitating for children and adults alike, really. Yeah. So. Just to summarise that story, it goes back to what, what I always say, writing gets the thoughts out of your head. Mm. So we harbour all sorts of things in there, all sorts of memories. They're in our subconscious mind, they're shelved, um, and then at some point in the future they might just come up as a result of, 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 a, of a trigger. Um, okay, what about the polka dot pen that I wrote? Yes. <laughs> um, t can you remember much about that one? Can you do an overview of that one? Um, yes, I probably can. Yeah, now, that is a, it's another fun story that has a very serious, um, serious meaning and a, and a, a serious ending, really. Um, Actually, Sue, I really have a pink polka dot pen. A gorgeous chubby little pen that I bought in Madrid and I'll have to show it to you later but it's um, one of the stories that I wrote about um, inanimate objects um, you know I, I wrote the story about the odd socks and the little red case and the teaspoon and things and I just imagine these um, objects as, as having feelings and a, and a mind and a thought pattern so <laughs> okay <laughs> You talk about the... Um, well, again, um, the polka dot pen, Anna, um, hmm. is, again, it's, it seems like a very light-hearted and fun story when you begin reading it. Re reading it. Yeah. But actually, as you go on, you discover it's, uh, it's grappling again with serious issues. Yeah. Um, and the, the pen in, in, in your story today begins life as uh, belonging to a, little, uh, a, a young woman's mother um, that goes through her life. She has a child called Maddie um, and the mother has actually gone through some serious uh, marriage breakups and uh, issues and the little girl grows up uh, with a single mum and um, she, she never meets her father but um, she has a very creative mind and she uses mum's polka dot pen uh, to release her emotions and her feelings and she writes a journal and keeps a little journal and she does um, sketches and doodles and, uh, and writes poetry in this and, and actually what's interesting is when I was working in the secure unit um, with children with um, difficult issues um, we always encouraged the use of a journal and um, the use of art and uh, story writing and again, it's a way for children, or anyone really, for yes. a person to get those feelings out. Um, even if, um, say, in an art class, they were, you know, just using 
big bold strokes of black pen you could understand that that was getting out a lot of toxic and negative thoughts that they yes. were harboring mm. um, and and there was lots of different ways of, of of talking through those issues in fact writing stories and mm. uh, just discussing stories leads into um, uh, you know um, helping that child to overcome um, their life problems um, which children do have today so many children have, yes. have you know not everyone is having a, a happy um, and idyllic childhood mm -hmm. um, but um, the young woman in your story um, does go on in her teens to have um, issues as so many children in their teens do um, grappling with the taking um, drugs and um, and getting in with the wrong crowd uh, but again um, she, she goes back to her pen and her writing mm -hmm. and actually makes a success of her writing which uh, um, she finds as being a healing process yes yeah yeah so um, it, it starts with it is a very light overview but it, it covers yeah. very serious issues so so it's as you say, a very serious issue that, that, that's been approached, but in a very comical way, because yes. it's all through the eyes of a polka dot pen. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> yeah. and the, the, the pen yeah. is alive, and, and, yeah. he, and, and the pen is quite proud of the fact <laughs> yes. that he is able to help um, yeah. the, the, the mother and the, the daughter yeah. in uh, getting through their life. So, yeah. you know, you've got to look after your pen. <laughs> Pick them up lots and not keep them in their boxes, yeah. given away, get them out. Yeah. Uh, do you know as well, um, interestingly, I, I know at the beginning of the story I mentioned that this pen was gifted to, to this little girl's mother originally. And she she loved it so much, she kept it in the box. Yeah. And you know, I remember many, many years ago, um, th things would happen. For example, it would be... Um, uh, no, we're not using those. They're, they're, they're the best. That's the best china. We're not going to get that out today. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, growing up, it, it, was, it was so funny, really, because today it's like, well, what's the point of having things if we don't enjoy them? And they, things are to be used yeah. and, and enjoyed. And, and, yeah, so... And to help you get better, yeah, <laughs> feel better yeah. about yourself. But when I'm when I'm writing my stories now, I'm finding that there's so much coming up about my childhood and mm. memories. And mm. I mean, generally, I had a good childhood, but there's always something deep down in there that you've forgotten about. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was the polka dot pen. Um, again, we're not going to say too much about it because. We'll spoil it. People yeah, and there's a list for people to yeah. read. Yeah, okay. Um, and then I wrote one, Blue Socks, Bully Socks. That's right, yeah. Um, obviously, the key is in the name, Blue Socks, Bully Socks. Um, that's bullying again, but it's about self-identity as well and, and self-worth, isn't it? Yes. Um, and, um, it, again... You've got a very a very amusing story. I remember when you first read it to me. Yeah. Um, uh, when it went onto YouTube, 
I just howled with laughter. I thought it was really funny. Oh, you're actually yeah. you're not talking about the blue socks, bully socks. You're talking about the um, the life of a sock, aren't oh, you? Oh right. Yeah, that's yes. a different one yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. But they're both they both are yeah. grappling with the idea of uh, yeah, that's right. diversity. Yeah. And and what better way to show it than yes. through the the life of socks? Because you <laughs> yeah. know, as you say in your story, the the poor socks have quite a lot to deal with in life, don't they? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, uh, just keeping into a, being a pair and, and not ending up as an odd sock. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. I remember um, I sent the link to some friends of mine in Wales. They're in their 70s, bless them. Um, and they thought, oh, we'll listen to this while we're eating our evening meal. Um, and, and I'm told by, by his wife that um, as they're listening to it, uh, he, he thought this story was hilarious about this sock that, that had feelings mm, mm. and um, basically was was very damaged when he came out of the washer mm -hmm. and he'd lost his partner. Yeah. That's what it was all about, wasn't it? And you know that happens to all of us. I mean, um, I don't know what it is about socks, but we always have a drawer of odd socks. Every house yeah, has yeah, a drawer of odd yeah, socks. Yeah, I certainly do. Yeah. Um, but, but my friend had said... Um, she said, oh, when, when he was listening to this story, he was so enthralled with it, and he laughed, and he laughed. And he said, um, I hope the phone doesn't ring, or nobody come to the door. He said, because if, if anybody does, he said, um, I'll just tell them, I'm busy, or put a sock in it. <laughs> you know? Because he didn't want interrupting. Yeah. And he wanted to hear what happened yeah. to this poor, odd sock. Yeah, um, it's it's interesting. You're just talking about your friends that are elderly, and yeah. um, and it's almost like, again, you've gone back to a bit of grief in the sock, haven't you? Because yes, the sock, yes. the sock loses his partner. Yeah. Um, and never yeah. finds her again. She's mm. gone. I mean, and that, and that's very yeah. sad when that's with elderly yeah. people, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but then life yeah. goes on. You know, the sock goes on, and and he becomes um a pair with a, an odd sock. That's right. Yeah. And 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 so you've got the humour there, um, and and he and the reality that, um, we are all very different and celebrate our differences, mm. Mm. um. And, and of course, again, talking about days as a day for everything now, there's an odd sock day, <laughs> yeah, when yeah. all the kids in our community, they go off to school in their odd socks. Yeah. Um, so, okay, well, um, I think um, we should go and have a coffee, don't you? I think so, yes. And, I um, think... Um, yeah. And, and I might read the odd sock again. Yeah, yeah. Or even go and read about the little red case. That's a funny <laughs> one. That goes travelling with them. Um, yeah, that's based on tradition in Latin America. Oh, right. Um, and um, the little red case. I'm not going to tell you about it. It's to right. spoil it. I'll but read it. yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay. And, and I am recording all these stories as well. Because, yeah. And let me just say this. I feel this really strongly that. Um, no one reads a story like the author. Mm -hmm. And I've heard, even in nursery with Riambo's travels, or I've written a, a, a story about the two little frogs, Finn and Lim. If, if one of the nursery nurses read the story, and then they read it very well, and the children love it, but I sit there thinking, I wouldn't read it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we 
we put our own feelings and energy and emotions yeah. into it. It's 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 how we perceive it, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And you have a way of reading them that makes it very entertaining. <laughs> I, do, I do enjoy it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right then. Okay. Well, um, we'll go have a coffee and we'll maybe listen to some music or something mm. for a change, shall we? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.